Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Sly and the Guys Movie Podcast, the premiere podcast about Hollywood legend Sylvester Stallone, where we go through his filmography in chronological order, film by film. I'm one of your co-hosts, South Turk. I'm the other co-host, Chris Pope. And folks, we're back to our old familiar friend, Rocky Balboa, in 1979's Rocky II. Mm-hmm. Dash, Brooke, Buckus returns. <laughs> Revenge of Buckus. This really is the <laughs> Buckus movie. <laughs> it is? You must have watched a different cut from me. <laughs> did you get the did director's you, cut of this movie? No, the version I saw was on Animal Planet. <laughs> I don't. Oh! Yeah. Uh-huh. I think that's what it was. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Butkus uh, Returns. Uh, <laughs> Chris, what, what's this movie about, huh? Uh, well, this one uh, picks up right where the last one left off. That's one way so to the titular. The, the titular character, a Flying Squirrel, has to team up with his clone to avenge the death of his best friend, Bullwinkle. Ooh, that's... All right, yeah. No, uh, so it literally picks up where the last one left off. For with, like, five the final... minutes. Once again, we Previously get... on Rocky. <laughs> not even... Yeah. I was like, they're not going to show, like, the entire, like, last five minutes of that movie, but oh boy, do they. Like, just a... You know, refresh your memory, I guess. It just seems a little excessive. But once again, this is written and directed by Sylvester Stallone in his period of pure Stallone cinema, as I like to call it. So no one's... I like it. I I don't think we need the full five minutes. I agree. Yeah. But I do love that, like, this... Like, because if you're trying to, like, coax somebody to going to the movie with you, like, then they're like, well, I didn't see the first one. It's like, no, 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 don't worry. Don't worry. We'll fill you in on everything you need to know from the first one in the first five minutes. True. Mm Mm-hmm. But... It is five minutes of the end of a different movie. Yeah, I thought it was like a... I thought it was going to be like a montage where you kind of got, like, you know, the, the main points of the last of the movie but you know why not i guess why not so the movie uh does start you know previously on rocky rocky mm-hmm. fights apollo here's the entire fight yep uh <laughs> and we get the, there, we get we get the line no rematch a lot yeah we we hear apollo whisper it to rocky sweet nothings in his ear after the fight as they embrace there ain't gonna be no rematch <laughs> rocky doesn't want one yeah then what the, so thank God this movie isn't about the rematch. Oh wait, it's about the rematch. Uh, so after the fight, uh, we follow. I do like the the opening credits and that yeah, like reprise really of yeah, mm-hmm. where they're following the ambulance through the streets, and you get this like reprise, a little bit groovier Rocky theme with like this cool bass line going and stuff. Yeah. Um, while the ambulance and news vans like chase the ambulance through the streets of Philadelphia on the way to the hospital. Yeah, that is neat. I agree. I like so it. So you really could have done like the very last shot of the fight of just like the decision being read and then go to this. Yeah. And it would have mm-hmm. been way better. But it, uh, so we get to the hospital. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's a media frenzy. Oh, yeah. And right away, you can tell like this is a sequel because everyone looks a lot better 
You know what I mean? Like everyone's like clearly made money off the first one. Polly doesn't look too. Polly looks pretty good compared to the last movie. Even uh, Mickey looks better somehow. Like, like it's very much like I'm never going to call Rocky one an independent film, but it really is like you can tell there's more money behind this one because it looks like, oh, this is like the studio version, you know? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's a good observation. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. They're all eating a little bit better, a little bit yeah. healthier. They uh-huh. have... <laughs> Taking better, you know, care of their skin and, and such. Uh, so at the hospital, uh, the media's, you know, Rocky, what do you think? Is that going to be a rematch? And uh, Apollo comes, you know, Rocky's like, oh, I'm retired. I'm not going to fight anymore. And then Apollo shows up and yeah, like, like, no, I won that uh, fight yeah. fair and square. <laughs> I was like, do they let you do that at the hospital? <laughs> like, but, you know, whatever, I guess. <laughs> There's literally a crowd of reporters. Yeah. There's two men in wheelchairs who just fought for 45 yeah. minutes and beat the crap out of each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, just not letting them get seen by the doctors. Yeah, like something out of a nursing home. Two old men in wheelchairs just yelling at each other. And everyone else standing around like, whoa. Um, so Apollo just, you know, wants it known that he, you know, that Rocky got lucky um that he shouldn't have even been in the fight uh that apollo didn't take the fight seriously and that's the only reason it went to a split decision and he didn't just win outright Mm -hmm. um and uh rocky's kind of just in a daze because he has multiple concussions (laughs) (laughs) among other things among other problems oh man so um (laughs) And it, it is very strange because at the end of the first one, it was kind of like when the fight was over, you know, like they kind of made peace of each other. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't know what Apollo did in his amulets. I think cocaine. But, like, all of a sudden, he's <laughs> pissed off and just, you know. Well, do you think, like, the ambulance driver's like, man, Rocky sure gave it to you, didn't he, Apollo? <laughs> Like, they're just giving it because there's all these, like, Philly guys. So maybe they're just giving him shit the whole time. I would have knocked Rocky out in the first round. I don't know what you're doing, Apollo. The ambulance driver is the real villain of this movie. He's the impetus for why Apollo's pissed off now. <laughs> yeah, great. Mm. Uh, so Rocky's getting, like, surgery on his face because it's so destroyed. Yeah. They think he might lose his eye. Yeah. Um, it would lead to Polly being blindness. <laughs> Polly being Polly visits Rocky in the hospital and asks if he can have his old job as a leg breaker for Gazzo. Like, wow, he's, he just got out of surgery. Hey, can I have your old job? Yeah. Uh-huh. I love Polly. Yeah. I love Polly. Now, in the movie, Polly's not that bad of a character anymore. The po- no. Polly he's... is definitely toned down. Um, so that's nice to see, I guess. Uh, meanwhile, in the hospital, uh, Rocky goes and visits Apollo in, in the night, like, yeah, mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. It's just yeah. like, Hey, Chip, did you give me your best? Yeah, as he wants to know that, Hey, I went the distance and Apollo wasn't taking it easy on me. Yeah, like, wouldn't it be apparent by the fact that you almost had your eye like removed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Rocky is lovable because he's slow and dim-witted and punchy and punchy. Mm-hmm. 
from the classic puppet show punchy and i don't know i'll edit that out whatever you know you know like those medieval puppets that hit each other isn't yeah. one called punchy or something <laughs> probably you're like bonk like yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. uh so rocky's in the hospital a little while uh, yeah. and as soon as he as soon as he gets out he's immediately met at the door by somebody that wants to represent him and be his agent like mm-hmm. rocky we can make money for you we can make a lot of money off your name we got to strike while the iron's hot and yeah. he's like yeah sure i'll do, i'll do that but i gotta go do something first yeah mm-hmm. and we get this this uh same joke from rocky from the first one where he's like hey i'll call you and they're like i don't know your number and he goes i'll just go hey yo so yeah. we see Rocky still has his same sense of humor. Well, yeah, there's a lot of callbacks to the first one. In fact, you could call the entire movie a callback to the first one. You could call it Rocky of The Force Awakens? Uh, you could call it Rocky the made-for-TV version. Okay. More on that later, though. <laughs> a little preview of the <laughs> my review later. Okay, so uh, Rocky, goes, Rocky and Adrian uh, leave the hospital and go to the zoo while it's snowing. Yeah, and, and, just... an, and another callback, remember? Someone in the first one tells him to, quote, take the retard to the zoo. And I know that's not appropriate, but that's what they say. And now they're at the zoo. But, but so we, we start and, and it's I think I know why Rocky's with Adrian is because she just lets him talk. She lets yeah. him talk and just asks questions about what he's talking about. She never interjects and talks about herself. Yeah. She never, like, she is Rocky's perfect girl. Rocky's not smart, but she lets him talk at, like maybe some other people never do. Yeah. Um, and so he uh, he strikes his chance and asks her to marry him. Yeah. Well, I wonder if maybe you wouldn't mind marrying me too much. Mm-hmm. And uh, fun fact, Rocky wrote this scene the day of filming really yeah because they were filming like another scene in philly and uh it, it, there was like a freak snowstorm and like we can't shoot shoot here because like it's supposed to be like a little bit before thanksgiving or something like the scene they intended so like rocky was just like well why don't we just shoot in the snow and i can ask like adrian to you know marry me and that could be a new scene and they did it so <laughs> and- and it's a pretty good scene, I guess, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, except for that strange callback. I still can't figure out who's there. Um. Uh, but uh, in, I think, true Stallone fashion, we go immediately from the proposal to the day of the wedding. Yeah. We just, we mm-hmm. jump, jump cut straight from, yeah, I'll marry you to exchanging the vows. Yeah. The wedding uh, is attended by like six people. Yeah, which is odd, but maybe it was just close friends and family, and so that's all. That's all it is. So that means Mickey's there, mm-hmm. Paulie's there, yeah. Gazzo, the mobster's there, yeah, and Adrian's Play- boss. Yeah, Gazzo played by Joe Spinell. Is that how we decided to mm-hmm. say it? Looking yeah. like he gained a lot of weight between this. I mean, between a uh, Paradise Alley and this, like. I don't know what's going on there, but good for him. I think, uh, you know, Gazzo bet on Rocky to win mm-hmm. in the first, or maybe like cover the odds. Maybe yeah. he did like a prop bet where Rocky's going to go the distance. And so he cleaned up from Rocky beaten okay. or, or lasting with, with Apollo gotcha. in my head cannon. Yeah. Okay. So he cleaned up by just eating a lot more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. This is uh, where we get the great line where Gazzo tries to get Rocky to invest money into condominiums. And what does Rocky say? (laughs) Uh, I never use them. Yeah. (laughs) 
So Gazzo asks Rocky how much money he made, and Rocky's like thirty-seven thousand. He's yeah. like, "Yeah, taxes will kill you, mm-hmm. Democrats." And mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so Rocky uh, decides he's not going to invest the money, uh, and he's just going to go uh, spend it. Yeah. Now, Chris, this is where I'd like to return to the slide in the guy's bookshelf and pull a book out. And the book okay. is Rocky Two by Sylvester Stallone. The, you bought it? No, I have many sources in the literary world, so I have. Let's just say I I have a version of it. Okay. The book starts with, I guess I, it's not really an introduction, maybe, but it's also like a dedication to you who loves to the end of an endless end. So that should give you the details the so book, it's dedicated to me i guess so <laughs> the book is mostly written in first person by rocky That's except awesome. for the, except for the scenes that like he's not in which is just third person normal but otherwise like it's mm-hmm. spelled like rocky would spell things it's like doing the best to like get his like you know unique way of speaking um there's in the book Polly is still an asshole. There are several scenes of Polly just being like a piece of shit. <laughs> like, so um, there's uh, also like in the scene in the hospital that we previously talked about, Polly and Gazzo are switched. So Stallone wakes up to Gazzo at his bed mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, why don't you get my friend, why don't you get my friend Polly a job here? You know, doing what I used to do. And there's a sweet scene, kinda, yes, where like Polly and Adrian are leaving the hospital, and like Polly realizes that Adrian's her own woman, and you know she's not, he's not, or she's not his maid and little stupid sister anymore. Mm-hmm. But in the book, there's a scene in between after this scene we just discussed, where uh, after getting married, Sly and Adrian go to the bar from the first movie, which I really hate we missed out on. I hope yeah. they shot it, and I hope Stallone does a director's cut of this. And uh, here's what Rocky says about it. After getting married, we all went over to Andy's bar and done some serious drinking. Most everybody was happy and a lot of people asked for autographs. Polly was asking me to let him handle Adrian if she gave me any trouble. He'd be happy to knock her teeth out, he said. I think Polly is a little crazy. I hope Gazzo can handle him now that he's Gazzo's collector. So that's just a little preview of the Rocky II novelization written by Stallone himself. I was reading about that and I was like, you know, I might actually like to give that a read if it's. It... I will put it in your hands. Thank you. You will love it. I will. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So, instead so of, yeah, instead of that scene, we uh, we go straight to Frank Stallone. <laughs> returning to the rocky universe as wino up group leader yeah. <laughs> wino street singer <laughs> pretty great so i do like that rocky literally you know like the the trope of of carrying your wife across the threshold he carries her f- from what i assumed watching the movie was the church yeah all the way home yeah <laughs> like uh, yeah it doesn't complain at all you know and he's I, just happy to be pregnant yeah. or not pregnant he's happy to be married 
that that would be a twist, man. <laughs> Stallone was pregnant. <laughs> so uh, both of them are, are uh, talk about they don't want the other one to change, or they don't want them to ever stop loving each other. You know yeah. these normal insecurities that come uh, with marriage, mm-hmm. uh, and, and they both just profess their love to to one another. Um, and then Rocky starts doing what what Lotto winners do. And now wait, he... now wait, Chris, I have to put this book back on the bookshelf and take another one. <laughs> okay, this book. Is Jerry Zeismer, the legendary first assistant director of this movie, Close Encounters, Apocalypse Now, Scarface, Jerry Maguire, Almost Famous, just tons of movies. His book, Ready When You Are, where he details working on this scene. Um, We were ready to film from inside his apartment. The apartment doors closed and Sly was holding Talia in the hallway. For some reason, Sly decided to change the action of the scene. Hey, hey, Buckus, Sly yelled through the closed door. Jump up on the bed, and when I come in, you get off of the bed and go to the dresser. Can you hear me? <laughs> Sly, let's work this out with Buckus, I suggested. Why waste film? Just roll the camera, Jer. Buckus, you hear me? Sly was holding Talia behind the closed door. Get on the bed, Buckus, then get off the bed when I come in, okay? The crew were looking at each other, and then at me. Uh, roll, I shouted. Here I come, Buckus. Be ready. Buckus jumped on the bed and laid down. As Sly turned the doorknob and they entered his apartment. When Sly, when Sly with Talia in his arms reached the center of this tiny apartment, Buckus turned to look at them, then hopped down off the bed and went to the dresser and laid down. Sly placed Talia down on the bed. It was all a perfectly timed piece of action. Cut. We were applauding, falling over ourselves. How could that happen? How could an untrained dog take directions through a closed door and time the scene perfectly? Sly realized we were all excited about Buckus and his performance. Hey, Buckus, Sly hugged him. You're the greatest. <laughs> and this starts a chain of every, almost, I, I think almost every scene Buckus is in, Stallone would add him last mo- moment. <laughs> like, you well, know I got what? my dog here. Yeah, I got my I mean, Buckus is here. They talk about in the previous zoo scene, he does the exact same thing with the tiger. Because, like, they say, like, because they invite the tiger to the wedding, which clearly the tiger was too busy because he doesn't show up at the wedding. Um, (laughs) And, like, the whole day they're trying to film it, the tiger just wouldn't react to him. But as soon as they filmed it, Stallone yelled at the tiger and the tiger looked at him. (laughs) So Stallone's just, like dr doolittle or something i don't know <laughs> that's amazing yeah it's a really good book not just because of this but because of uh his uh interaction with all these great movies he talks about like after he signed up for this like stallone sent him to a um, astrologist to get his chart read just to make sure he was right for the movie so like by this time stallone has gone full hollywood you know <laughs> like <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, mm-hmm. and like they they go location scouting, and they have like thirty areas to check out. And Stallone demands they stop and eat every two hours. And <laughs> finally, Jerry's like, uh, "Look, we don't really have time for this." And Stallone's like, "Jerry, looking at all these locations makes me very tired. I have to eat to keep all my parts going." <laughs> it's like. All right. It's interesting that they do all this location scouting because most of the scenes are filmed in the, the same, same locations location. as the first one. Well, every location, there was no sets on this. Well, I guess probably the 
commercial set is a set but like right. yeah um they didn't have a lot of time because apparently mm-hmm. part of it was that um if stallone was going to direct they would only get like 45 days to make this movie so okay yeah so interesting stuff um he once again he's very like he, he has funny anecdotes but he's still very respectful of, of stallone and says like you know there's some great stuff in this movie so <laughs> and i agree yeah. uh <laughs> There is some great stuff. So Rocky just starts uh, in, back in the movie. Rocky just starts spending like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adrian's even against it. Like he's yeah. like, hey, look at this coat. This coat's got a tiger on it. Don't you think that's pretty cool? And she's like, my coat's fine. So he buys her a fur coat. Yeah, I do. He like buys a, a car. Coat, yeah, you can get that at at Stallone Shop yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, they have a, a mm-hmm. replica of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. He buys car, coats, yeah. watches, and he doesn't even want to watch for himself. He's buying a watch for Polly because he can't tell time too good. Yeah, and then yeah. he gets talked into buying a third watch. One of the several reveals that A, Salone can't really read. B, mm-hmm. Salone can't drive. And C, yeah, Salone can't tell time. I mean Rocky can't tell time. Right. I'm sure Stallone uh, can do all those things. <laughs> I mean, so, really, books, they're bu- so. <laughs> several books. He, he buys uh, even uh, you know to uh, you know the Butkus thing. He buys Butkus a new collar, and mm-hmm. then buys himself a smaller collar for his wrist yeah. to match Butkus. Yeah, uh-huh. it's very sweet. Uh, and then decide that they're gonna go uh, buy a house. Yeah, uh, I did think it's funny. Like you get more and more. You know, the first movie you feel like Adrian's just kind of there, mm-hmm. and this one she's a little more there but she's also like trying to talk sense into rocky he's just talking yeah. about how great this house is and she's like you're making this guy's job really easy yeah and that's actually the assistant director jerry zeismer because they showed oh. up showed up the day of and so was like well we'll get you in a suit and you can play him <laughs> so i would love to work on a movie with stallone yeah. if that's just how he's just like no let's just do it they he says in his book that stallone would like find people on the street and be like you won't be in the movie and like someone like stole a punching bag from set and stallone found the guy and put and like had him work on the movie afterwards because he's like he's got he's you know if he's gonna steal a punching bag from me i want him to work for me so he's got balls yeah uh-huh oh man I do so uh, you get a lot of these like rocky isms throughout the movie and there's tons one of them, of them. when they sh- when they show up to the house and he <laughs> looks at the address and he's like oh I like those numbers they almost add up to 9 that's a good omen <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's also like um uh Talia as Adrian says something there he's talking about the bricks and she's like my husband's an expert on bricks but it's not sarcastic at all like i think it might have spoke i think it was supposed to be sarcastic but she just like says it normally you know so it's like it's just like oh rocky you're yeah. an expert on bricks yeah those are sturdy but those must be new bricks are these new bricks yeah no they're not new bricks rocky <laughs> later he says oh these are some nice steps we got here now is that foreshadowing for rocky six where he takes Steps the character under his wing. <laughs> we'll have, yeah. to, we'll uh-huh. have to address that uh-huh. when we get to yeah. two thousand six. Stallone playing the uh, <laughs> the long game yeah, with the, Rocky, the George Lucas game. There, it's all poetry, Chris. It's all poetry. <laughs> oh man! So meanwhile, all this is going on. Yeah. 
and Apollo's getting hate mail. Yes. Uh huh. Now here's another thing from the book. I didn't get to read the entire book, but there's tons of scenes of of Apollo like waking up in the middle of the night, not being able to sleep, and like going into the uh, his bathroom where he's got like a picture of of Rocky and just staring at it. You know, because mm-hmm. in the movie it's kind of jarring that like all of a sudden, I mean Apollo was never. I mean, a, a, a good guy in the first one in terms of like storytelling, but he was never really an asshole as much as he was just like a fighter, you know? Right. But in this one, he's almost gone full villain. Like, yeah, it's very strange in the movie. It's jarring almost. Uh, I, I do think in this scene, I started thinking about just the idea of hate mail. Yeah. And we take for granted how easy it is to talk to celebrities. Yes. Now mm-hmm. where like we can just Google their Twitter handle and then like, mm-hmm. you know, hey, Mr. T, I think you're ugly, post. And <laughs> we you, get to see them talking? react to it. We get to see them block us. How much effort did you have to put in to send hate mail to yeah. people mm-hmm. in the 70s? Yeah. Not, you, you put a pen to paper. Mm-hmm. You, you so you take the time to actually write it down and at no point you're like i'm being a little ridiculous yeah you put it in an envelope stamp mm-hmm. figure out where the person lives where yeah. are you gonna mail this mm-hmm. letter to yeah but then you don't even get the gratification of knowing if they ever read it exactly yeah that's the difference between like culture then and now that like it's so easy to do it now everyone does it i mean you did it to somebody once didn't you zach Braff yeah. or somebody yeah 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 so so you're saying you wouldn't have done all those things against zach braff you wouldn't have written it out stamped it found his address gone and took it to the post office and all that no at some point (laughs) along there i would have like said to myself okay this is a little ridiculous you're you're picking a fight with a celebrity because you're angry at yourself (laughs) (laughs) different times i think it might have been a better time but (laughs) Like there would have been a, there had to have been a point like walking down to the mailbox and you yeah. go, am I crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to rip this up and not send it because mm-hmm. this is insane. True. Uh, so Apollo's been getting hate mail. Everybody's telling him to like kill himself and that he shouldn't have won the fight. And how much money did you make throwing that fight? Yeah. And it's it tearing fixed. him up inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His wife's just like, let it go. Don't let it bother you. So he throws all the letters in the air and storms out of the room. Was his wife in the first one at all? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, it was kind of weird that suddenly she's there, but it makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, across town, Adrian's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yo, Adrian, you did it! And we do actually get uh, a scene here of actual stickball again. Rocky mm-hmm. is in the street playing stickball with a neighborhood kid, so old habits die hard. Uh, I do like that when they after they find out that Adrian's pregnant, they're just sitting there and Rocky's like, I hope he's not dumb like me. Yeah, that's what Forrest Gump was referencing. <laughs> um, and also, I'm also really glad that they did not let him in the gynecologist's office. <laughs> could you imagine the the stuff he would be saying in there. Like, he's waiting outside when she comes out. And I was just like, oh, thank God. That was a close one. Because it would just be Stallone improv as Rocky, like, picking up, like, uh, yeah, uh-uh. the diagrams. Yeah, and... uh-huh. <laughs> you know I what? I thought this you know guy what? was. <laughs> Maybe I do want that. I don't know. <laughs> 
maybe that can go in the director's cut too uh so from from there uh we finally get the uh the reappearance of rocky's agent from from the beginning of the movie they they throw in a line of dialogue we had to wait for the swelling to go down before we get you and stuff rocky's shooting a commercial yeah i didn't understand this though i guess it's really progressive why was this outtake from the movie in the middle of the movie (laughs) i don't get it because like stallone's like messing up like stallone's like messing up his lines and stuff <laughs> I mean, I guess it's like progressive, like in terms of. Well, South, uh, this might come. This was actually supposed to be in the movie. Oh, this is, uh, it's, oh. it's Rocky. It's Rocky messing up the lines. Oh, not so long. See, oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, see, see, once again, and even even uh, Jerry Zeismer says this. He never really understood where Stallone ended and Rocky began. <laughs> Well, I, so I do have this theory that I was going to bring up later in the podcast, but I'll bring it up now because I think Rocky Two was just like Stallone writing in his diary, like how he felt after yes. the fame of Rocky. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what this movie is. Like the directors yeah. are mean to him. Exactly. The agents just yeah. want money. Uh-huh. The people are coming up asking him for autographs. He's like, to my best friend, so-and-so, who yeah. I've never met. So it, it like it's I think you know like in in the entire movie everybody's saying Rocky why don't you fight again mm-hmm. why don't you fight again yeah. and it's when, like yeah. you know like you're trying to get an office job you're trying to you know do commercials like you're trying to do fist you're yeah. trying to do these dramas Paradise Alley it's not, not working yeah and so when does he find success again when he starts fighting again when he does Rocky too yeah he he does say it's sad that. Uh, Jerry Zeismer says it's sad in his book that um, Paradise Alley opened while they were filming Rocky II in Philadelphia and more people showed up on the street to see like Rocky do like the later montage scenes than went to see mm-hmm. Paradise Alley that like uh, the opening weekend so it's like yeah like Stallone is Rocky and vice versa and he had a hard, mm-hmm. t- hard time like separating or finding success in separating those two their two personalities I guess yeah so yeah now now i kind of just feel bad for him Mm. after seeing paradise alley i really can't (laughs) feel bad for him (laughs) after the behind the scenes bullshit on fist it's kind of you know what i mean i mean like the way he acted <laughs> acted out like behind the scenes i probably on both of those movies it's just kind of like yeah well this is what you get rocky i mean stallone you have to go back and be rocky okay that's the only thing like the only thing we're gonna accept you as is yeah. rocky yeah. and sequels yeah we maybe, don't want any new original stuff maybe if you quit refusing to do the ending scenes the movie maybe you can be another character you know <laughs> like oh man so yeah we're uh, back at this commercial shoot where he's dressed as like tarzan or a caveman or something and this is where it's revealed he can't really read that good he's not a good reader well uh, so i think partly he he can read okay but yeah you're right he can't read uh i think they're also doing this to to emphasize that his his right eye is still crappy like he he hits a trash Mm -hmm. can with his car like you mentioned uh, he can't read well. He doesn't have depth perception. Yeah. His eye is just destroyed. Mm-hmm. 
And eventually, like, they're doing, like, 45 takes and, like, four hours trying to literally get a commercial spot about, like, hey, you want to smell madly like me? Yeah. Use this cologne. And that takes him four hours. Yep. So he just ends up calling the the, the directors being mean to him, so he storms mm. off the set or whatever and leaves. And, and Adrian doesn't think the director's being nice. Yeah. Uh, so Rocky's got to find a new job. And he wants an office job. You know, he wants a normal nine to five. Mm-hmm. But he uh, quit high school in ninth grade. So not really going to work out for him. Yeah. Nobody's going to hire him for an office job. They all offer him manual jobs. Even, uh, you know, Polly ends up hooking him up with a job with Big Glory at the uh, at the meat. Yeah. Big plant. Glory's back. Uh, what's his name? Um, part Frank of, McRae. Yeah. Part of the uh, Rocky's troop of actors. There's actually a cool scene in the book where he tries to go and get a job as a bouncer in, a, in one of Gazzo's clubs or something. But um, he accidentally orders the wrong drink and like someone brings him like a fruity drink and he's just like, oh, this place just ain't for me. <laughs> Threats to his sexuality. Yes. Uh-huh. Just... Can't work here. <laughs> hey, that, uh, that singer's looking at me. He keeps winking at me. <laughs> Do you think he tried to get there's a job a... at the club in Paradise Alley? There's a scene that's almost like that. That where like they can't figure it doesn't come out and say it in the book. But like, there's a very tall lady, and he keeps asking her how tall she is because he's never seen a woman that tall. And he doesn't say that maybe she's not a lady. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it but it's heavily implied, and that is like classic Stallone humor. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I do love uh, Polly. Like he's still a little bit of an asshole. Yeah, like Polly uh-huh. hooks him up with the job at the meat plant. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, you can start." You know, like when you know when can you, you can start tomorrow. Rock. He's like, "How about today?" And then yeah. when Polly's leaving, he's like, "Hey, don't bother to thank me." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Rocky's like, "Oh, hey, thanks. Uh, don't thank me for the watch I bought you." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, so we get this like bummer, depressing, like run of scenes of of Rocky just working in a meat plant and just being downtrodden and defeated. Mm -hmm. He's pushing around slabs of meat. He's sweeping. Yeah. And he's just not happy. Mm -hmm. I do like that. He shows up in that tiger coat and then starts working like, and goes home in this super nice outfit. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, uh, as they uh, did, they, they let Rocky go. Rocky gets cut because they're cutting back. They don't have the, the man hours to keep him on. Yeah, and also uh, in the book at this moment, they actually, like, uh, lose their house. Like The house gets, like, foreclosed on. Wow. Yeah, which is a weird thing to write in a book. I think, I largely think it was written afterwards, you know, because then, like, I don't know. Whatever. So anyways, Rocky gets let go and he immediately goes to the docks to sell Polly his car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Polly again is like, if you want a handout, let me know you want a handout. I'll give you a handout. I like Polly must be making really good money working for Gazzo now. Yeah. Maybe Polly just did, Rocky never really enjoyed that work. I think Polly like fucking loves getting to beat people up. Like, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. And he's, all- he's always wearing three piece suits. Yeah. <laughs> He looks good. Mm-hmm. Also, let's not forget, Stallone can't really, I mean, Rocky can't really drive. Yeah. That well. True. So I guess the car is the first thing to go. 
uh, and Apolly, uh, you know, again, is one of these people. Why don't you fight again? Yeah. Apolly, mm-hmm. you know, oh, Adrian doesn't want me to. And Polly, you know, being the loving brother that he does, he says, if my sister gives you a hard time, you break her teeth. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Back to that shit. But Rocky so likes her teeth. It's so out of place. It's so just jarring I mean, to hear it a yeah, movie. It's not. I mean, it makes sense in the first one because he's like, Polly is like portrayed as being drunk the entire time. Um, but in this one, like, you know, he's not as bad, but it's also like this man, like married your sister and like gave her a nice house and like, you know, like, and got you this job, like quit, th- whatever, you know, <laughs> quit threatening to beat your sister up Polly. Yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Adrian comes, comes home, finds Rocky punching a punching bag in the basement and, and, you know, tells her that he got let go of work and, uh, yeah that he's thinking about fighting again and and adrian again is is against it she you know the doctor said you'll go blind if yeah. you fight again mm-hmm. well, like, doc- doc- well remember like when we were middle school the doctors i mean the teachers told us we'd go blind too if we you know what never mind um moving who's on who's saying that uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is this, uh, when, is, this when Adrian, like, uh, is this when Adrian decides to go back to work? Yeah, so Adrian uh, decides she's going to get a job at, at back at the pet store. Uh, yeah. And Rocky wants to fight again. Yeah, but he, he doesn't want Adrian to go back to the pet store because she's pregnant and she might catch a pet shop disease. So Rocky <laughs> knew COVID was coming. <laughs> oh my God. I know. He might be a little slow, but... He's the his... signs were there the whole, whole time. time. Yeah, don't get a pet shop disease. Oh, man. Though I guess in the right pet shops, like rabies could be one. I don't know. Yeah, or uh, Outbreak with Cuba Gooding Jr. and Dustin Hoffman. Y- yeah, that's true. Outbreak. Rocky predicted Outbreak. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Rocky goes to meet with Mick, Mickey. Mm-hmm. Get to see Mickey mm-hmm. again. Yeah. And uh, Mickey's like, I'm not going to train you. Your career's over. <laughs> And you know when Mickey's saying that? They're like, it's true. Like, let it go. The only reason Mickey trained you in the first movie is because he was looking for money, like, truthfully. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Like, he's like, your career's over. And he's like, you can't even see out of your right eye. Yeah. You will get <laughs> destroyed. Yeah. And he does this, like, field sobriety test and then ends up, like, slapping Rocky in the face. Like, and I'm just a beat down old man. Imagine yeah. what <laughs> Apollo would do to you. Uh-huh. Yeah, but Mick agrees to let him come work at the gym and 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 sweep the rings and and get towel, be a janitor at the ring. Yeah, and like he like he doesn't really want Rocky to, and neither do I. Um, but we watched it anyways. Um, no, 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 sorry. Uh, uh, he doesn't want Rocky to come work there, but um. Still, I mean, Rocky pretty much begs begs him to. So it is. It's a really yeah. sad uh, scene, and like all the scenes of him working there are pretty sad too. Yeah, uh, Mickey says stuff like the the guys there idolize you. Like they yeah. don't want to see you <laughs> cleaning up spit buckets and and stuff. And around the same time, Apollo still wants the rematch with Rocky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
so he tells his 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 team, his publicists or whatever, to start putting out like bad press, like start goading Rocky into this fight. Let's start making fun of him in public yeah. to get him to come fight us. And they're like, that's gonna make you the villain. And he's like, I don't care. I need to prove to everybody that he got lucky last time. Yeah, who knew that like, you know, uh, within 40 years that like making fun of people in public would get you elected president. <laughs> Apollo, uh, he could, so maybe in the Rocky verse, if Apollo uh, hadn't died in Rocky Four, spoiler, uh, he would have become president. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I want to live in that world. Uh, he's he would show up to like the the White House yeah. in the same outfit he wears at the beginning of Rocky Four when he's getting ready to. Well, also in, to Rocky, fight. in Rocky One, remember when he comes out in like yeah. the full Uncle Sam outfit. Mm-hmm. He does it again, but it's even flashier. Yeah. James Brown is singing behind him in Rocky Four, but we'll get there. Oh boy, will we! Um, so uh, you know they start publicizing, publishing like ads showing like Rocky's head on like a chicken, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like and and Apollo ringing ringing the chicken, mm-hmm. but also could be interpreted as choking the chicken so i don't really know what's going on there some weird subtext <laughs> my god but all the people <laughs> you'll you'll go blind apollo uh and, and of course as everybody does in a, a boxing gym everybody reads that newspaper and starts making fun of rocky no is that like, oh is hey that, apollo's is that... calling you out look at this and you're not doing anything look at you is that your take on um like boxing gyms in general or like that most boxers can't read uh i think based on this movie and the one before boxers can't read who yeah uh, um mayweather couldn't can't read right that's a big yeah i think 50 cent has this ongoing feud that (laughs) that floyd mayweather can't read like i think one time he bet him like a million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars like read a chapter of a book on instagram live and i'll give you a hundred thousand dollars god bless 50 he's like the best (laughs) troll we have all trolls should be like 50 cent just hilarious uh we we get another scene of gazzo showing up to the gym and like telling him you're italian you shouldn't be a janitor come work for me yeah and rocky again doesn't oh we do get this good scene of rocky like taking the um the cartoon and the paper of like you know of him and apollo and like acting like it doesn't affect him he's like oh that's pretty funny and then goes in the bathroom and like looks at it and just throws it on the ground and i was like rocky you're gonna have to clean that up later like (laughs) save yourself some work all right um so you know rocky is has basically resigned to uh, i'll let everybody make fun of me it bothers me but i I need to provide for adrian i'm gonna do this honest work and you know i just need to i need to be around boxing if i can't fight so i'm fine having people spit on me and and make fun of me uh but then apollo just he goes a little too far Mm -hmm. and he, he he calls rocky out on national television yeah uh he sees it on his tv goes up and starts arguing with adrian like i'm gonna fight i have to fight i have to this guy's calling me out he's called in to question my manhood i've Mm -hmm. never asked you to stop being a woman don't ask me to stop being a man hey at this point we're like an hour and 10 into the movie and i'm like my god the boxing hasn't started yet well i guess we got mm-hmm. the first five minutes i mean you know what's the last five minutes of the last that's movie. gonna that's gonna tide you over until yeah yeah because i'm just like this is just like the first movie 
like in mm-hmm. so many ways yeah poetry uh, i do this this point is great though because while you know rocky and, and adrian are fighting mickey had also seen the broadcast yeah you know, on his crappy little tv <laughs> in his crappy little apartment and he's like, pissed spits out, his, spits out his soup and crackers uh-huh. and shows up at rocky's house and goes i think we should knock his block off yeah. <laughs> so rocky's gonna fight apollo and yeah. mickey's gonna train him yeah. doesn't seem like the best idea but what do i know so we have a press conference oh, announcing man. the fight yeah and and i'm sorry rocky's so good in this <laughs> He's just so oblivious, but it, this is like rock, like best peak Rocky. It's when he's yeah. just like a fish out of water. Yeah, Apollo's like actually threatening him, you know, and like really just like <laughs> being mean to him and all this stuff. Like, you know, but but like boxers do that, and, and MMA fighters do that yeah, to hype yeah. up the fight uh-huh. to make it seem like it, get more people to watch it. Yeah, um, you know, like Conor McGregor and mm-hmm. all those people are always posting videos online and stuff. And that's what Apollo's doing, except he actually, you know, yeah. did that the first time, but he was making a joke of it the first time. Now yeah. he's serious. Yeah. Um, and, and Rocky's just oblivious to the entire thing. They're like, Rocky, your payday could be big. What What are you going to buy if you win? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, motorcycle, uh, yeah. maybe some coats for Adrian, and a snow cone machine for Polly. Polly likes snow cones. Yeah. And uh, maybe some Muppet toys like uh, Big yeah. Bird and Ernie and uh, Kermit the Frog. Yeah. And <laughs> you like at one point, Apollo like storms off and Rocky's just like, he's really mad. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best part of that whole scene, though, is like, Rocky, do you care to say anything derogatory about the champ? <laughs> he's like, derogatory? Uh, yeah, he's a great fighter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man, uh, it's so good. So uh, we get uh, Mickey. Mickey's gonna start training Rocky. Yeah, uh, they're they're watching footage of the fight again because if you didn't get enough of it in the first five minutes of the movie, we're gonna show it again. Uh, but it is this cool scene where they're watching it on a projector, and Mickey gets up and he's got this great idea. This is how we're gonna win. I'm gonna teach you to fight right-handed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna, and then halfway through the fight, you're gonna switch back to southpaw, throw him off, and that's how we're gonna beat him. Yeah. So. We got to get you speed. We're going to have you chase the chicken around. Mm-hmm. We're going to tie one of your arms behind your back, and you got to punch 500 times. Yeah. 500 right jabs. And Rocky's like, oh, I lost my count. Was I seven or eight? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Rocky still doesn't really have the motivation. He's only mm-hmm. really doing it for the money, you know? So mm-hmm. the spirit is not all there. Mickey wants him to eat lightning and crap thunder. Mm-hmm. And Rocky's not hungry. Yeah, uh, also we get some interesting Mickey math here. Uh, for a 45-minute fight, you have to do 45,000 minutes worth of training. So roughly 1,000 minute, minutes per minute of fight fighting. So that's mm-hmm. that's Mickey, Mickey math. Yeah, uh, he goes on to uh, 10, that's 10 hours a day for 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's still short like uh, 3,000 hours by that math though. But we'll give it to him. He's an old man. He's a, yeah. Mm-hmm. His days of crime in Gotham City are long past him. Um, he's lost all his umbrellas, his top hats. 
we get it and we also see apollo really training like a badass through all of this yeah he's like in a he's in like a hotel ballroom yeah with like a, a ring setup like mm-hmm. so there's this great like crown molding and like all this stuff and he's just beating the crap out of sparring partners um yeah so an artist doing watercolors and paintings of him and like you only see the actual artist once and he's wearing like a white suit a white like long build hat and has like some kind of like western mustache it is so bizarre i thought i was hallucinating i don't even do drugs <laughs> i tried my hardest to find out who that person was there's nothing i can i don't i don't know what it was maybe it was a ghost i don't know i think again rocky predicting the future you know instagram this is how they did instagram before they didn't have the filters Mm -hmm. so you know now if i'm training i'm gonna have somebody take a picture of me and i'm gonna put a cool filter on it and post on instagram apollo's just gonna hire somebody to do a watercolor of them and then i don't know maybe send out ads put out ads of just like that picture see if anybody likes it sorry i just had the nightmare that like when you said if if you were training that like maybe like stallone's just gonna challenge us to a fight one day like in the ring he would beat the crap out of me like even at 90 years old i mean he was born in like the 40s he would he would destroy me unless we do like two of us against him and we just run around like chickens around him and get him dizzy so he falls over kind of like you know the x-wings against the at walkers <laughs> i don't think that would be a fair fight though so it'd have to be like me and you and he's got to have a partner so we'll uh, let him use frank. el zupo's monkey frank's i was thinking it. let him use the monkey oh. from from paradise alley oh did you see frank still was in the news I did not see Frank Stolen was in the news. Yeah, Frank Stolen was in the news complaining, and I'm I'm not making this up, complaining about Chef Bo- Chef Boyardee's representation of Italian Americans and how offensive it is. In response to like them taking Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben off of like the labels, he was mm-hmm. like, "What about Chef Boyardee?" Frank Stolen's a fucking idiot. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll see if I'm just like I just don't is Chef Wardy a caricature? Because I don't think so. It's just I, a guy in a chef hat. I never, I didn't know he was Italian. Yeah, I just think it's because he just offers like pasta and stuff. That's what Frank's assuming, I guess. What is Frank's take on Mario? I don't know. I'm afraid. What all 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 Italian plumbers are, or all Italian people are plumbers who eat mushrooms and uh, hang out in sewers with lizards. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so I'm glad, I'm, glad re- I'm glad I remember that. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it the other day, and I was like, oh, I need to remember that. Oh man uh so rocky's training he's not really in it uh Polly goes and visits him uh you know says like oh, i'll go talk to adrian because adrian's got your head all messed up and he goes and you know adrian's working at the pet shop Polly knocks the food out of her hand and tells her you know warns her that like rocky's gonna get killed because you don't support him so it's yeah. got his head messed up so he's not training hard so it's your fault yeah so he's back at yelling and screaming um physically threatening adrian because i guess um old habits die hard and uh so does adrian almost 
yeah, so she's she's screaming at him, you know, if Rocky goes blind, you walk away. I can't. I love him. You don't. Um, and then she goes into early labor. Yeah. Falls over. Goes mm-hmm. into a coma in early labor. Um, also, a uh, <laughs> something about this scene. Um, supposedly, Stallone was never happy with how Talia was doing it. And finally, in one take, she accidentally dropped whatever she was carrying on her foot and like was like oh and like you know crumpled over and sloan was like that's perfect that's what you need and she's like i really dropped this on my foot and he's like can you do it again so great director uh i think uh vigo mortensen would take inspiration from this when filming lord of the rings years later and break his foot kicking an orc helmet (laughs) oh yeah yeah, you know everyone gives uh everyone yeah talks about the great directors like Hitchcock, you know, like throwing birds at his, at the actors and the birds and stuff like that. But no one gives Stallone credit for anything like that. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just overlooked. Overlooked. Uh, so uh, Adrian's in a coma. You know, Stallone can't figure out how to write women, so put mm-hmm. him in a coma for thirty minutes. <laughs> And it, it, <laughs> is it ever said how long she's in this coma? No. So all we know as far as the progression of time in this movie is they've set up the fight for 10 weeks yeah. from when the press conference. And at some point during the training, mm-hmm. Adrian goes into a coma. Uh, it doesn't come out. Rocky refuses to see the baby. The baby's born and is fine and is healthy, but... He doesn't want to go see it uh, because he, he's got to wait for Adrian. Um, <clears throat> Polly gets sick of waiting around and gets up and like leaves and stuff. Mickey shows up, you know, Paul, yeah. uh, Rocky's praying in a chapel because in this movie, Rocky is all of a sudden religious. I don't think he was religious at all in the first one. Um, yeah, I guess. It's the, yeah, yeah, you're right. Good point. It's very interesting. Um but uh so uh he's in the chapel praying mm-hmm. and mick shows up mickey shows up and he's like uh rock it's three in the morning they told me you were here and uh you know uh i know that this is going on but you're not doing any good here and in case you forgot you're fighting the best fighter in the entire world pretty soon and you're not ready yeah uh-huh. <laughs> you're gonna get murdered <laughs> your wife's in a coma <laughs> you refuse to see your child this child was they they was born premature by a month later it's revealed rocky refused to go see it without like adrian so who the yeah, fuck... we're supposed to see it together yeah yeah <laughs> like go see the child go see your son like so, but again, we don't know how long she's in the coma, so we could either You're assume right. she's in it for multiple weeks or she's just in it for a couple of days. Because we do though. see Rocky's got like a five o'clock shadow. Uh, he's, uh, you know, but Mick is like, you're going to blow your second shot, but you know what? If you're going to blow it, I'm going to blow it with you and I'm going to stay here. So Mickey decides he's going to stay with Rocky in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rocky's reading stories to Adrian. He writes her poetry. Uh, which is really good. Uh, yeah, because after the uh, the situation at the uh, the commercial, the, he really dedicated himself to reading again. You do you do have several blah blah. You do have several scenes of him practicing his reading, like after that. So, mm-hmm. so that's that's kind of sweet, I guess. Um. So finally, 
Adrian just wakes up. Adrian wakes up with Rocky. You know, Rocky's asleep at her bedside. Mm-hmm. She wakes up. The nerd, you know, uh, Polly brings in champagne. Uh, you know, they're celebrating. He finally gets to meet the baby. Polly's like, Polly's a good name. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I mean, Polly's a, a pretty good name, but uh, yeah. And Adrian. <laughs> yeah, uh, don't name your child after your abusive older brother. By well, all I means. Say, I do want to say one positive thing about Stallone's performance of this. Him crying and being sad at Adrian's side is is some of the better emoting I yeah, think we've oh, seen yeah. out of him to this I, point. I agree, yeah. And I know that Bill Conti's score has a lot to do with it because it, you know, music plays into the emotions a lot. But mm-hmm. it's it's a lot more believable than some of his other crying and and, and emoting in some of the previous movies. So I, I do have to give that to him. Yeah. Um, but uh, so they meet the baby. They name the baby Rocky Junior. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh rocky's like you know what if you don't really don't want me to fight creed i won't fight creed you know mm-hmm. you being in a coma shows me what's important to me whatever mm-hmm. and she's like i want you to do one thing for me yeah win yeah because apparently the coma she like lost some brain cells and now she's like yeah you know what you should fight and go blind I bet there was probably like a coma dream sequence Ooh, written yeah. where we get to see like Adrian battle like uh, I don't know like the ghost of Christmas future or something, <laughs> and so that like it makes her change her mind. Uh, so Adrian's up; she she's behind Rocky now. So with this newfound vigor, you know, Mickey's like, "What are we waiting for?" And they're like, "Gonna go train." Like she literally just woke up from a coma. Yeah. Screw her. Let's go train. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and we got it. We got it. Here, it, yeah, it kicks in here, like just like the lot, the first movie. Um, at about a hundred, I mean, yeah, about an hour thirty into the movie, Rocky two. The be- boxing starts. Yeah, Rocky two <laughs> begins. What you think is in a Rocky movie begins? Okay, we're back, pretty much to the first one. I mean, these scenes are completely recreated. Like mm-hmm. he's doing push-ups, he's yeah. doing sit-ups, he's doing pull-ups on a jungle gym. Mm-hmm. He's beating up trash in a junkyard. Yeah. He's running through Little Italy, and people are throwing him food. He's got mm-hmm. school mm-hmm. children chasing him. Yeah, we get the gonna fly now, but with like elementary school kids singing it, like yeah. an elementary mm-hmm. school choir. Rocky starts doing hurdles over park benches, and. Uh, I, I mean, I'm sure it's like a trick of the camera or maybe they slowed down the shutter speed, yeah. but Stallone freaking flies at the oh, end. Yeah. Like when, like all the kids are, when he finally like turns it on, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I could run that fast with like five years of training. There's, uh, a, there's a scene, one of the scenes of him running through the streets, like preparing, I don't know what he runs by. At first I thought it was like a, like a garbage fire, you know, because there's several garbage fires in these um, movies, but um, like, it's like, it's like, in a blaze like going up and i was like was that a car on fire but i didn't rewind it i was probably uh frank stallone's gang <laughs> they've turned they've turned into like some kind of like <laughs> street they're like the jokers and batman beyond <laughs> yeah some street gang of uh like hoodlums <laughs> Uh, but Rocky finally catches the chicken. We get this cool scene of him like jumping up and down, super excited with a chicken in his hands. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, makes it up that beats all the school children up the steps. 
Uh, we get that same shot, but this time he's surrounded by the city of Philadelphia. The whole city's behind him. Mm-hmm. Now we're at the fight. Yep, we're at the fight. Much like the last one, it has these huge posters of Apollo and Rocky. Uh, you know, Rocky's corner or Apollo's corner man is sitting there. You're the best. Doesn't belong in the ring with you. You're the mm-hmm. best. No one's better than you. And uh, Rocky and Mickey, Rocky is late to the fight. Yeah. He uh, he leaves like home, mm-hmm. stops by the church. Yeah. Yells up to the priest who only speaks in Italian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, hey, Father Carmine. Uh, so he can get blessed by the priest. He's like, I gotta go. I'm late. And like shows yeah. up in the tunnel. So he wasn't even there to get like his wrists taped up or his knuckles taped up or any of the pre-work stuff. He shows up in his like tiger jacket, like while they're getting ready to go out to the ring. Yeah, good point earlier. Like the all of a sudden emergence of like religion as a theme in this movie and it barely being mentioned in the first one is kind of weird. But you know, do you think it was so they got married at at uh, Catholic church? Yeah. Uh Uh, do you think Adrian just going into the coma is like, well, I better start praying now. Yeah, yeah, I uh, guess that's right. Yeah. So we, I guess it makes th- sense. There are a lot of scenes in the book um, of him like getting to the locker room. Like it's not so quick. Okay. But also, I think it was written afterwards. I think it really is like Stallone like filling in like the details more or less. Yeah. So it'd be interesting once again to see like if they shot anything like that. Um. They. Uh. I was. Mickey and Rocky just bantering before the fight, like in yeah. the tunnel, mm-hmm. is probably some of the better writing in the entire, at least dialogue, some of the better writing in the movie. And it might just be improv. Yeah. But, you know, just like, hey, what do you think of the robe? It's way better than last time. And Mickey's yeah. just, oh, you know, you're scared. I would be. All this stuff. Uh, uh, so they get to the ring. Uh, Apollo we- is. Yeah, no, we uh, we go see Polly and Adrian at home watching the fight. Um, mm-hmm. So Adrian's not even there. Of course, she, you know, someone's got to take care of the baby. And I think I read somewhere that like that was shot later, and she was busy shooting another movie. So um, she was shooting uh, ex boyfriends or the, the movie where she travels the country, uh, reconnecting with ex lovers. Don't act like you know what that movie is. I don't know what the movie is. So. <laughs> I, I Wikipedia did yeah, earlier. Yeah. But uh in 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 the uh in the book we get this this description. Polly settled himself in front of the television and unscrewed the top of a beer bottle and swirled down the content in one long inhale. Without missing a beat, he reached for a pretzel that was in a dish dish positioned on his lap. Do you think it'll be alright? Adrian said. Would I be eaten if anything was wrong? Polly then burped. <laughs> There he comes now. So, Polly, great character. A man after my own heart. <laughs> yeah, just, just swallowing beer, eating pretzels. Like, I'll be fine. Burp. <laughs> He's not going to uh, go blind. <laughs> He's not literally fighting Muhammad Ali. Yeah. <laughs> did not do any pre did not do any warm-ups he wasn't in there like yeah. getting his muscles warmed up or like <laughs> anything like that he literally just left here 10 minutes ago yeah and is in the ring right now mm-hmm. uh so the fight starts apollo's all business you're going down is like the only thing he says for like the second half of the movie yeah um 
And Rocky just gets the crap beat out of him. Mm-hmm. Goes down. Like it's not even yeah. like, like in the in the in the first one, I think in like round three or something, like Rocky actually wins a round. In this one, Rocky doesn't like win anything until like round ten. Yeah, he goes so down multiple times point. too. So he's not doing not doing too good, to be honest with you. Uh and and uh so Mickey had that brilliant idea earlier of teaching him to fight right-handed, and then he's going to switch halfway through and throw Apollo off. That's how they're going to win. Rocky refuses to do that in the movie. Yeah. Like, he's like, no, no, I don't want to win with tricks. Yeah. Um, tricks are for kids. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Frank. Is that offensive to bunnies? Stupid jacket. <laughs> um... So we finally get to the final round, uh, and uh, Apollo's got the fight won. All he has to do is just survive. The only way Rocky can win, they figured it out that 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 Apollo has won way too many rounds. There's no possible way mathematically that Rocky could win yeah. unless he knocks out Apollo. Mm-hmm. So Apollo's corner, stay away from him. That's all you have to do is just stay away from him for three minutes. You win the fight. You prove that you won. Yeah. Uh, Apollo's, but Apollo's pissed off, so he's gonna try and go for the knockout. Mm-hmm. Uh, towards the end of the round, uh, Rocky finally knocks Apollo down, but goes down at the same time as him. Yeah. Uh, there's this really long ten count. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of them struggle to get up. Apollo doesn't. Rocky does. Rocky wins. I will say so. It's uh, the, the entire fight, especially the last round, especially them getting up. It was shot really well. I think it's not saying the first one was shot bad, but like it, it looks great, really, as a as like a boxing match, technical wise. Yeah, it's really like it's exciting. Like you know, they, they do it really well. I did yeah. read that they said it took Stallone eight months supervising the editing of the. The final fight until yeah, it was like I'm also, satisfactory I'm to sure, Stallone. I'm also sure Stallone said that. Um, yeah, they said, but they did say him, him and uh, uh, Apollo really got into it during one of those scenes, right? Him and Carl, I didn't Carl read Weathers. That, but that, uh, yeah, like apparently that, it, that of, wouldn't shock me. One of the pull aparts uh, between him and Carl, someone I can't remember who it said, but someone hit hard, and it wasn't like how they choreographed it, so it was actually real. But also, I think Stallone said mm. it, so I don't know. You know, unreliable narrator, so. But I could totally believe, like, yeah. if you do it, mm. I have to imagine in every boxing movie, there or any movie where there's serious fighting, yeah. somebody's going to connect too hard. Like, mm. anytime you've ever, like, wrestled or, or shadow boxed or anything with anybody, like, oh, we're just play wrestling, and yeah. then somebody does something too hard, yeah. and now we're really fighting. Just like the Lords of Flatbush. Hi, Matt. My brother. Oh yeah. Um, Future guest, but yeah, just like remember just, in Lords of Flatbush when they're boxing each other yeah, in the diner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that, but good, good point. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it's all poetry. It's all one song. <laughs> uh, so Rocky wins. Uh, <laughs> surprise! Surprise! He knocks Apollo out. Yeah. Everybody gets the ending that they wanted in Rocky One. Rocky wins. Whoa, yeah. Um, so, um, you know, he thanks Apollo for the fight. You know, they seem to, like, make up, like, yeah, kind of embrace each other. Yeah. All of a sudden, now that the fight's over, you know, Rocky clearly won. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to thank Apollo for, for fighting me and mm-hmm. Mickey for training me. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, 
to my wife, who's at home right now. Other than, you know, my kid being born, it's the greatest night of my life. What, no, Adrian. What, was it, though? Because, oh, you, because you didn't even go to your child the day he was born. You ignored the child. Never mind. Whatever. Here's Sly and the guys. We have three ratings. Um, we have direct-to-video, theatrical release, and inclusion in the Criterion Collection. Chris, where would you put this movie? Um, so uh, I have to preface this by saying I think when I think of Rocky movies, I usually rank Rocky two lower than like three or four. Mm -hmm. Uh, but honestly on this rewatch, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I, I don't think it's criterion collection, but I think it's worth seeing in theaters. Uh, I don't think it's the, by far not the worst of the Rockies. Um, I think it belongs in like the top third of them. Uh, so I'd say a theatrical release for this one. Oh, okay. What about you? Um, you remember in the 90s when Disney started making direct-to-video sequels to their movies? Mm-hmm. Like The Lion King 2. Yeah. Um, even like Cinderella 2 and stuff like that. That's really mm -hmm. what I consider this movie. I think it is direct-to-video. I think it's Rocky 1, just redone with a bigger budget. I, there's, I, it, there's nothing really great in it, you know? Like, there's nothing separating it Fair. from, like, the rest of the movies in my mind that's why i was like i can't really remember rocky 2 i wasn't really sure if i'd ever seen it and really because it's the exact same movie as one in so many ways just a couple of the yeah. plot points are changed around so like mm -hmm. i think it really suffers from not really being any different from the first one and also so that's okay. what, it's almost like a made for tv like remake or sequel to the first rocky you know except at the end he wins yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm just gonna say direct the video because nothing really s sets it apart. The coma thing is an old trope that's kind of I don't know. Once again, I know one thing we talk about in this podcast is this, is like the uh, characterizations of women and how they're used as pretty much like plot points and plot devices, and this continues this. And yes, I know that was just popular for the era, but we've done a lot of these episodes already and they're in every single one of them. So, <laughs> you know, fair, fair assessment. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. so, uh, but that leads me to, um, some of the questions that, that I got. Oh yeah. Uh, we have, this week. we have multiple questions here at Sly and the guys. I'm so excited. All right. So, uh, Pete, uh, okay. from Boston oh, hi, wants to know what, uh, what what your favorite Rocky is of the ten, nine, however many there are. I'll include. We can include Creed. Why not Creed one and two? Uh, which is your favorite? Uh, I think it's the one. Uh, my favorite Rocky. I think is the one you talked about earlier that hangs out with Bullwinkle. <laughs> Fair. Well, what about you, Chris? Uh, I, I mean, part of me wants to say Rocky one because I love Rocky one, but Rocky four is so eighties. And so like right up my alley, the music's great. It's so over the top. It's the cold war. Stallone has a beard in it. Like he's super greased up and muscly. Mm -hmm. Like he doesn't get any more like physically fit. So I'd say Rocky four. I, I don't think, um, I, I don't think I can really answer that until we've watched them all. So I, we will deal with that when we watch Creed seven in 20 years and I'm just senile. <laughs> 
Okay. At the, at the well, early uh, age of 53, I'm in a nursing home. Well, grade seven, I'll tell you. Well, that on great. that same note, <laughs> in I, that same I, vein. I, I, I suspect, though, um, Rocky 3 will probably be my favorite because it has not only Mr. T, but Hulk Hogan in it. So I, I have a sneaking suspicion it'll be that one. Okay. Uh, in that same vein, Josh from Lawrenceville wants to know what's your least favorite Rocky movie. Same thing. I'm gonna have to wait. I mean, off the top of my head, this one. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen uh, I haven't seen him as much as you. So what? what so what's your right? Mm-hmm. Rocky Five. Okay. Rocky Five is uh, your your take on Rocky Two. How it feels like a straight to TV movie or yeah. straight to video movie or whatever. That's what Rocky Five feels like. It does. Uh, it's. Uh, I mean, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, but it's it's it, I think far and away the worst of them. Okay. Uh, and right. I have seen them all multiple times. Not mm-hmm. that that makes my opinion any better than anybody else's. Yeah. Um, I also like the Fast and the Furious movies, so my opinion is very um, crappy. Uh, the uh, So yeah, Rocky V. Um, just bad. Uh, yeah, I know that's usually considered the worst the, in public opinion. It's, it's, the, it's the Ninja Turtles 3 of the Rocky movies. Okay. All right. If only, uh, if only, I have a if third only question. We, if only we had gotten Rocky the Next Mutation television series in the mid nineties <laughs> on, on the WB. Uh, both sides of his face become paralyzed. <laughs> yeah, where there and there's a and there's a female Rocky for some reason. Uh, uh, and the third question I have uh, comes from Kara in Brookhaven. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, Brookhaven. Uh, they had some fires there. <laughs> this weekend i think i think my old maybe a murder as well i think my old apartment complex burnt down (laughs) good riddance and i think your sister lived there too later (laughs) yeah uh so carol wants to know uh why wouldn't adrian why why would adrian be so adamant about not wanting rocky to fight and what exactly what was her motivation for changing her mind I think we've already addressed this, that she had some kind of fantasy like dream in a coma where like, what did you say? She battled the ghost of Christmas past or future, uh, future, future. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I think that's our best guess. It is out of the, but you suggested that, which is more creative. I suggested that she lost some brain cells in the coma, which is more negative. Um, I mean, in, in like her, in, it's because she doesn't want him to go blind and possibly ev- be right. even dumber. He can't read. He, well, he, I guess he learns to read by the end. He can't drive. He can't tell time. How much worse can it get? You know, he's going to end up in a wheelchair. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of a, like, actual plausible, like, process of thoughts in your mind that would make you go from, he's going to go blind. Is it that, oh, Rocky stayed by my side, and as soon as he said he wouldn't fight for me, like, then I knew that... If he was willing not to, then uh, he he can. I'll let him because he was willing not to. It, it is a plot hole, I think, yeah. I don't think it's ever really yeah. explained. She just wakes up and like, go for it. Sometimes you wake up from a coma or a concussion and you have psychic powers. 
No, I sometimes kn- you wake up and want your husband to go blind. I know exactly what it is. She's afraid if he doesn't go fight, Polly will finish the job and just beat the shit out of her <laughs> till she dies. So she's not only oh afraid of for herself, but probably her own son. You saw what he did when earlier he was like, you you gotta like support him and like she she went into a coma. Polly's a, an abusive brother that keeps trying to. Oh my god. But that, yeah, okay. That, I think that's it. She's a she's living in fear of what Polly will do to her. Fair. If, if she doesn't, Fair. Let, if she doesn't let, because think, he's thrown the turkey in the street. How long before he throws little still? I mean, little Rocky in the street. Hmm. Though no, it might, you know, if Rocky fights and dies, and Paul he kills Adrian, then we do get a completely different timeline of Paulie raising Rocky Jr. Oh no. Can yeah. you imagine like a whole movie like it would be like St. Vincent's, like where Paulie's like the Bill Murray character in that movie? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Or that or like uh what is what is the uh, Charles Dickens novel where uh you know, it's like that one guy has the gang of like street kids like stealing for him. What is that? <laughs> Is that Oliver Twist? I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never read much Charles Dickens. But yeah, that scenario. Viewers, write in. I'm too lazy to Google. What is that Charles Dickens novel? (laughs) We're waiting. (laughs) We will stay on the air until (laughs) you write in. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Um, My question uh, comes from... Eric in Chattanooga, Tennessee. His question is clearly after shave was a poor spokesperson gig for Rocky. What company real or fake would you have Rocky promote? Chef Boyardee. Oh, go fuck yourself. Spaghetti. God damn it. <laughs> you know what though? I, that would, so someone promoted like uh spaghetti. Who did it? I think like a professional wrestler did one of those in the nineties or something. So, you know, they all have CTE, CTE and have issues. Um, I'm thinking like, uh, let's see, what is Rocky like? The, uh, probably the pet store is, you know, he's got turtles. The pet store would be good. Yeah. That's where you yeah. go. Butt kiss or any kind of yeah. thing he could do like an aspca commercial yeah uh-huh yeah exactly instead of uh, instead that of, maybe instead of him singing um over the sad uh, instead of who is that sarah mclaughlin singing over the side sad images of uh dogs and cats it's just like rocky singing over them mm-hmm. yeah i like that yeah uh maybe Eggland's best Maybe he just does commercials for eggs. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. Call back to earlier in the book. It talks about them eating a a um, meal of spaghetti and chicken wings, and I just thought it was a strange combination. <laughs> you never had spaghetti and chicken wings. I mean, probably. Wouldn't when the I was... bones make it hard to eat? Yeah, exactly. Like, how do you do that? It's it's not something you can eat together. You know what I mean? Like you, right. you have like. Get some spaghetti, eat it. Get some, you know, chicken wings. I eat don't know. it. Wash, wipe your hands, then pick the fork back up. Yeah. Uh-huh. At that point, do you just end up eating the spaghetti with your hands? Because you can't eat chicken wings with a fork. Yeah, 
Another thing, another part from the book during that scene is he talks about he can never really use a napkin that good, so he just doesn't use one. For people like him, they should make like a full body napkin that goes over his entire body, <laughs> and that's how he would like use one. It is completely serious. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Well, this was a, this was a good episode. So. Yeah, well, another Rocky down. Another movie down here at Sly and the Guys. Well, tell us, Chris, yeah. uh, what, is, what is next on the show? Uh, next up, we're going to be watching 1981's Nighthawks. Nighthawks. Starring Stallone, mm-hmm. Billy D. Williams, oh, yeah. and Rutger Hauer. Uh-huh. And this this is where Stallone's like um, rocking a full beard, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got like a... He looks how I wish I looked in this movie. Well, you might... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh it's um i've heard it's supposed to be all right so it's an action crime thriller and the Mm -hmm. synopsis at least on imdb reads when one of europe's most lethal terrorists shows up in new york an elite undercover cop is assigned to take him down by any means necessary yeah uh i've also heard that salone got the director fired on this so salone back to his old antics on the first movie back from his two directing film spree Oh boy, can't wait. Okay, mm-hmm. and Nighthawks is uh, available to rent on Prime Video. So check that out if you want to be, uh, you know, going to the movie with us next episode. Actually know what we're talking about half the time. Be up to date and everything won't just seem so esoteric while we're trying to describe ridiculous scenes that don't make any sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or scenes we might just made up. You don't know. <laughs> well, Chris, we're... <laughs> uh tell folks where they can find us well they can find us in a plethora of places uh, people can find us in a plethora of places whoa uh they can find us on twitter at bush league com mm-hmm. facebook and instagram bush league comedy mm-hmm. youtube yeah bush league comedy oh, wow email us at uh-huh. slyintheguys at gmail.com okay yeah uh, that's bush.com yeah uh, you can find us in the comment section of yahoo answers <laughs> Um, and you can, uh, find us on ebombsworld and ytmnd.com. Those are some real callbacks there, man. I'm going to have to say, uh, once again, folks, please rate us, review us, subscribe to us, tell your friends, tell your family. Don't tell Talia Shire. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Don't tell Stallone. Don't tell Stallone. There we go. There we go. <laughs> tell Bert Young though. Tell Bert Young about the podcast. I would love to have a conversation with Bert Young. He is like my favorite actor out of all of these movies. Alright, for Sly and the Guys movie podcast, I'm Self. And I'm Kid Baloney. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.
How's about investing in condominiums? It's safe here. Condominiums? Yeah, condominiums. I never used them. 